Welcome to Amber's Magical Mystery Music Podcast. I hope you all are doing well. This is my intro episode and I'm excited for you to getting to know more about me. So, why did I start this podcast? Well, I've always been a shy person and I've always had social anxiety growing up and I feel like with that, it's been pretty difficult for me to to really share my voice, I think for a long time I thought that maybe whatever I had to say wasn't interesting enough or I don't know, like my opinions didn't really matter that much. I feel like I've had a lot to say growing up and I just felt like kind of like my opinions were overlooked, if that even makes sense. I just feel like making this podcast is a way for me to just get my voice out there. And another reason why I decided to make this podcast is because I feel like there aren't enough music podcasters who talk about music through the lens of someone who isn't a musician. Because I've noticed whenever I've tried to look for music podcasts, a lot of the times people say that, that they've been in a band or had some kind of experience with music. I feel like there are like a lot of like podcasters who talk about music and they will be talking about music chords and just very specific ways of talking about music like you know as if they had like an acoustic guitar or playing piano or playing some other instrument I mean it doesn't really matter what kind of instrument they're talking about but personally for me since I've never like been a musician when I hear people talk about that it just kind of goes in one ear and out the other because obviously I've never played any instruments so I'm not gonna really know what they're talking about (laughs) that's basically another reason why I'm doing this because I know that there are a lot of people who really love music and they've never been musicians I think a lot of people would appreciate someone who is just describing like their love for music just for the fact that they love music that's where I'm going with this (laughs) Now let's get into the fun stuff. And here's a little bit about myself. I'm 26 and an only child. I live in the Sacramento area in California. I was homeschooled until I started going to high school as a sophomore. I've been a college student since I was 18, but I'm taking a break from it because I've just been so burnt out by it, honestly, and I just feel like I need to find something for myself that isn't school-related. And music is so important to me because it's really been, like, 
it's gonna sound stupid and well not really stupid but kind of like kind of pathetic but because I've just never really had like a lot of friends growing up but I think music has been something that's been there for me like all the time because I can relate to song lyrics and it's really just been there to help me express my feelings especially like when when I started using social media like Facebook and Tumblr when I was a teen those were my outlets to expressing like every emotion that I've ever felt and you know it felt really good to release like whatever it is that I had been feeling their song lyrics because yeah I I probably could have tried to like play an instrument and maybe sing but my voice isn't that great to be a singer so yeah like that's just been my way of like expressing myself through song lyrics and I think a lot of people can relate to that and besides the fact that music has been there for me in terms of relating to it so much obviously it feels really good to rock out to and dance to and I'm sure that most people can relate to that you know when you're in a really good mood and stuff that's my relationship with how music has affected me So what genres did I grow up listening to? Well, growing up before the age of 12, honestly, I had been listening to whatever music my mom was into, and that would be Latino pop. So that was just pretty much what I would listen to. It wasn't until I was around 12 where my music preferences, like, definitely changed. I got into classic rock and the first band that turned me to that was ACDC and I give that credit to my dad since then I had turned to rock music in general and then I just found like other bands to listen to I don't remember if as far as like okay so this the thing is is that ACDC was the gateway for me to just liking rock music in general but I don't really remember if... Actually, no, that's that's not true. I guess the, the first band that I ever, like... R- the first band that I, like, actually liked, not necessarily of classic rock, just rock in general, the first band that I got into was a pop-punk band named Simple Plan, and they're still around. They definitely have a special place in my heart just because I think it's just a matter of the fact that they were the first band that I got into, you know, in general. So then now we're just getting into my favorite bands in chronological order. So Simple Plan. So I was 11 and I discovered them through this movie that the Olsen twins were in, Mary-Kate and Ashley. They were in this movie that came out in 2004 called New York Minute and Simple Plan was featured in that movie. So they actually made a song for the movie and it's called Vacation. And so I thought it was really, it was a really cool song and it it was just really cool to watch them on that movie. And I don't know. I mean, it was just something about the song that I really liked. I know that it's very radio friendly. It's not really that great of a song, but like when you're 11, Basically, what I'm trying to say is when you're a kid and you like something, you know that you like it and it sounds really good to you. So everything was obviously, like, you know, definitely more of a big deal to me then. The reason why they're still my favorite band now 
is because my first impression of them was the fact that their songs are so relatable and I could relate to their songs because their songs talked a lot about like with their famous song called I'm Just a Kid and it's basically about you know just being a kid and you just feel left out nobody's really including you and I definitely felt that a lot growing up and it was just something that whenever I'd listen to their music it was just a reminder that I'm actually not alone as I think I am because these guys have songs that are talking about what I'm feeling and I think that definitely impacts their fans because their fan base has been geared towards preteens and teenagers. I think that they're just really good about being there for their fans because they understand what it's like to feel alienated and to just feel lost and not really knowing like how to cope with anything and I think that is definitely I I feel like there aren't like a lot of bands that are like that who like genuinely seem like they care about how their fans feel. I got the chance to see them live at Warp Tour of 2018 and I think that was just so awesome and I'll never forget it because the fact that they're still around it just amazed me because a lot of bands in the pop punk scene aren't not a lot of them like have stuck around really and the fact that they still decided to play their classic hits like I'm Just a Kid and Welcome to My Life and other hits. Like, wow, that's that's really cool that, you know, they're still making music and they've been around for, wow, I think, I think they have been around since... 2001 because 2001 I think is when they released their first album so that means that they've been around wow for like two decades basically so wow that's pretty cool (laughs) the next band that I got into which also like holds a special place in my heart even now is Paramore and how I first heard of them was through my closest cousin at the time. I was like 14. And he had told me that one of his brother's girlfriends at the time was really into them. So then I, you know, I was curious. So I, I looked them up. The first song that I heard was Hallelujah on their Riot album. And when I first heard that song, I was so blown away by Haley Williams' voice. And it just really impressed me, like, how wide her vocal range is. I think that's unique because there haven't, like, really been a lot of women in rock groups that actually have that good of a vocal range and I think she's pretty damn awesome in my opinion like other people might have like different opinions but I personally love her voice and the reason why they're still my favorite band is because I really like Haley's perspective in her lyrics because it seemed like throughout like you know when they first started they were part of like the emo slash pop punk scene in the mid 2000s and her approach is really interesting to me because she writes emotional lyrics 
But at the same time, she's very realistic about her feelings. Like, she's not very whiny. She tries to look at things, like, from a realistic perspective. Like, yeah, like, I feel shitty, but, like, at the same, at the same time, like, she's trying to still keep her cool. If that makes sense. Like, there's just this maturity about her that I noticed, like, in her earlier albums, especially. Because she started off being in Paramore since I think she was, like, 14. I love how I can relate to some of their songs. Actually, I can relate to a lot of their songs. So, yeah, just Paramore in general has just been, like, a good band like a favorite band of mine and I can't wait until they put out more albums and I love a lot of their songs but I think the one song that I always go back to a lot is when it rains because it's sad because I don't remember like if it was one of Haley's friends or one of like one of the other um bandmates friends um, but anyways, it was, it was one of their friends and they committed suicide. So then they wrote the song When It Rains to, you know, just basically mourn their friend and questioning, like, you know, what happened? Like, you know, how could you, how could you have done this? Like, basically like saying like that their life could have been saved if maybe they would have seeked help or whatever i mean i don't really know the whole story i don't know much about it but i do know that i just really like the song even though it's really sad and i just like the melodies of it the next band that i'm gonna talk about is by far my favorite band of all time and that would be the beatles i love them so much and even though that there are people who say that they're overrated, I definitely don't think they are just because... Okay, so the thing is, is that, yes, they revolutionized music, but they also did pioneer a lot of other things besides just the music, like, that they did. And I won't really go into, like, much detail about the Beatles in this episode because I'll make separate episodes about them and, like, go more into depth about, like, you know, why I love them so much and review their albums. But anyways, so my point is, is that I think that they're amazing because they've done so much to music and changed the way that it sounds. If it weren't for them, like I know that other bands have been really influential and like other singers before them, obviously, but I think the Beatles definitely changed like the music forever. So funny story is that when I was around six, I believe the only two songs that I had heard of them was Twist and Shout and I Want to Hold Your Hand. And yes, I know that Twist and Shout is actually a cover. But yeah, anyways, like those were the two songs that I was only familiar with. So I had never heard any of their other songs until I went through like their discography later and I was 14. The funny thing, it, actually, it's not really funny. It's really lame and pathetic, but... So, when I was 14, before I decided to look more into them, I literally had to ask my dad who John Lennon was. Because, yes, like, I heard about the Beatles before, but 
I actually didn't know any of the names of like the band members. So obviously John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr. So yeah, I had no idea like what their names were and I know that sounds really bad. <laughs> so then soon after that I decided to look into their music because I wanted to know the hype about them and then I just got more and more into them and then I just became super obsessed and definitely turned into a Beatlemaniac. <laughs> but like I said I'll go more into that in like the next episodes that I will be focusing on just the Beatles so stay tuned for that. But I would say that my first impression when I, like, discovered them was the fact that, and I, I, I basically, you know, just said this, but the fact that they were together for a decade and they, and their music changed dramatically just in those 10 years. And I think that not only did they change their music so dramatically over the years that they were together, but they made so many songs like, that's just really, like, amazing, and, you know, I just think that they're just an amazing band overall, and I can't really say what my favorite songs are, because it really just depends on my mood, but I will say that a long-time favorite song would be You've Got to Hide Your Love Away, and there's nothing, like, I mean, I wouldn't say that it's, like, their best song ever, but for some reason, like, that song has just been my favorite. I just go back to that song a lot, and I don't know, I just think it's really cool. <laughs> the next band that has been a favorite of mine would be Flyleaf. And the funny thing is, is that I discovered them actually through Haley Williams' MySpace page back when MySpace was basically not like really like used that much anymore Haley had in myspace like it would have like songs that would just like be in a playlist of on their page i'm not super familiar with myspace only because um i did have an account but i wasn't this and, and this was in about 2010 2009 so then facebook obviously became more popular and they basically took over. So yeah, I, I, like, I don't really know much about, like, how MySpace used to be, unfortunately. But anyways, so Haley Williams had a song of Flyleaf called Breathe Today, and I listened to it. You know, I was impressed by it because I love how Lacey Sturm's voice is very sweet, but then she can sound really badass too because, like, she screams in her songs, some of her songs, like her hit song, I'm So Sick, and other songs too. So yeah, I was definitely, more than anything, if my, my first impression would be the fact that she can sound so sweet and innocent, but then, like, she can turn into, like, a total badass when she screams in her songs. And then I would say my favorite song that I go back to a lot to listen to would be their song called Chasm. And it's not so much the lyrics that, like, I'm really into. It's just the fact that, like, sonically or musically or whatever, however you want to describe it, I think it's super cool because it's it's very metal. And even my dad mentioned that he's heard me play the song before and he said that he gets Led Zeppelin vibes. 
and I think that's pretty cool that he compared them to Led Zeppelin. <laughs> and another one of my favorite bands is a metal band called System of a Down, and they're best known by their songs Chop Suey and BYOB. The first time I heard of them was actually through one of the Guitar Hero video games, and the first song that I heard by them was, you know, I don't, I don't actually know, because I want to say that I heard Chop Suey first, but I'm not really, like, sure which song I heard first. I definitely heard of them through Guitar Hero, and I thought BYOB was a pretty badass song, and I did get to a point where I was obsessed a little bit by listening to it, and then from there, and this was, like, when I was, like, 15, I think, maybe, 14, 15, so then, yeah, I, you know, I discovered some of their other songs, and I've been hooked since. My first impression of them, I would say, is Serge Tonkin's, I think that's the way that you pronounce his last name, <laughs> But anyway, Serge's unique vocal style. I actually did read that one of the band influences is Dead Kennedys, and I definitely see that a lot in Serge's voice, and, and I think that's pretty cool because um, if you've ever listened listened to the punk band Dead Kennedys, like they just the lead singer has like a unique voice, and I feel like they're one of those bands that when you listen to them, you'll know it's them. And it's pretty cool that Serge can do that. As far as, I guess, like, one of my favorite songs by them would be Question. And I like that song musically and lyrically because I, I think it's very philosophical and, you know, just kind of questioning, like, your existence and life. I like songs like that that can question that. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Speaking of philosophical and questioning things, that leads into one of my favorite punk bands, actually, is Bad Religion. Here's the thing. I didn't grow up religious. You know, I'm not really, like, saying that religion is bad. So, hopefully I don't offend anybody because I don't mind, like, anybody who is religious or you know, who are Christian or whatever religion they are. So everyone's welcome here. But coming from a person who didn't grow up religiously, I thought that the lyrics in their songs were interesting because essentially from what I've read is that they, they're not really saying that religion is bad. It's more the fact that when people just kind of push things like kind of push their religion onto other people and I'm not really saying that I agree with them I'm just basically saying that you know I like think that their perspective is interesting because they're I guess what they're trying to say is that religion like be bad only when just when people just try to push their views I'm just very open to, like, people's perspectives, you know, I try not to be so close-minded, and like I said, like, you know, I hope I don't offend anybody, and I think that one of my favorite songs by them would be Cease, definitely stands out to me, the other song would be The Answer, 
I just think that they're just interesting as a band, especially as a punk band, because I feel like the problem with a lot of punk bands that I've tried listening to is that they just complain to just complain, if that makes any sense. Like, they're not really backing up the reason why, like, they think negatively about a certain topic. They just kind of say, like, you know, like, oh, it sucks. But they don't really explain why it sucks. It's just like, oh, it just sucks. And Bad Religion is, like, an interesting band to me because they do have their beliefs, but they have evidence backing them up. So, yeah, I just think that they're just interesting in that way. Another band that I actually recently got into, I want to say was back in 2019. So I was 24. It's kind of a funny story with them how like I got into them too because when I was around 15, I looked them up and I listened to their song called Hail to the King. And I actually didn't like M. Shadow's voice at the time. I don't know why. I think it's honestly, like, okay, because personally, I grew up listening to, like, quote-unquote emo bands or scene bands, whatever you want to call them. I mean, I know that they're two different things, but they are, like, kind of, like, related to, and that was really more of my scene, no pun intended again, (laughs) and, you know, so I just listened to a lot of, like, different pop-punk, emo-slash-post-hardcore bands. I really liked male lead singers who who kind of, like, you know, just sounded, like, more soft-spoken and just, you know, just more emotional. I don't really know, like, have a, like, a, like, a way to, to, like, really explain it. So, yeah, I was just more into, like, guys that sounded more youthful and, like, you know, soft-spoken, kind of. And so when it, when I did look up Avenged Sevenfold, at first, I didn't like M. Shadow's voice because I think he just kind of sounded too mature for me. And so then, yeah, I didn't listen to them at the time until 2019, like I said. So then I guess... It would be my second impression of them. (laughs) I think what impressed me was the fact that they kind of were, quote-unquote, like an emo slash post-hardcore band in the beginning for their first couple of albums. And then they just ended up turning into a metal band. I just feel that's, like, really random. (laughs) But obviously, like, I appreciate M. Shadow's voice a lot because it's very powerful and very big and loud. And and then the obvious fact that his screams are really good, too. And I just love it. I want to say that Fiction would be one of my top favorite songs by Avenged Sevenfold and that's really unfortunate just because you know the topic of that song is about the Rev which was the drummer for Avenged Sevenfold. Unfortunately he had passed away from having like I think I read that he died from having an inflamed heart or some kind of inflammation of his heart. I believe I had to like double check that you know that's that's really sad that what happened to him because he was pretty young when he died I think I think he was in his 20s when he passed away so that sucks but 
I like fiction a lot because it's a tribute to him. You know, it actually has the Rev's vocals on the song. I think it's just beautifully written and, you know, it just sucks that it's it happens to be sad. So now the most recent band that is one of my top favorite bands besides the Beatles that I got into is The Killers. I got into them like literally last winter, winter of 2020. And so when I first heard about them, I was like maybe 13. I don't remember actually. But anyways, like I remember somebody telling me, which is really funny because I just made a joke. Somebody told me, (laughs) but I do remember somebody told me they were into the killers and I had looked up their song, Mr. Brightside. And I don't remember, honestly, what my first impression of them was. And sadly, I guess I didn't really care for them that much. If the fact of the matter was that, you know, I didn't really say much. So, yeah, I was just really dumb then. I don't know why. But anyways, so then I was listening to them again, actually through my girlfriend. And this was like, you know, a couple of years ago. I don't know, it just, like, I think they just kind of, you know, went over my head, and, like, I just didn't really appreciate them as much, unfortunately, again. But whenever my girlfriend would play them, I I do remember, like, liking Mr. Brightside a lot. And I think, in part, I think, honestly, that's just because of, I remember, like, hearing that song, like, the first time. And I think hearing it again, I just, like, remembered more and more, like, oh, yeah, I remember I heard this song before. It just got to the point where, like, you know, I heard it more and more, and I liked it more. I did like a couple of their other songs, too. They were When You Were Young and Smile Like You Mean It. So then I heard when you were young more and more like I would listen to that song over and over again and then I really thought like wow this song is so good and I just noticed like you know I I noticed like after listening to that song over and over again I thought to myself like you know I should just really give them a chance and just listen to their other songs and like you know and their other albums sure enough like you know I would put them on shuffle or either my girlfriend would put them on shuffle and I just started appreciating them more and I you know I thought one of my first comments was saying that you know that they sound so dreamy and I still say that now because they really do sound so dreamy to me because you know the fact that they use synthesizers and uh, I don't know it's Like, you know, their music just sounds really cool. And I really like Brandon Flowers' voice, too. Even though it sounds so easy to pick, I would say definitely my all-time favorite song by them would be Mr. Brightside. Just because I think, one, it was the first song I've ever heard from them. Two, I, when I did, like, listen to that song over and over again, I learned to appreciate it more. And I just really love that song. And... I think it's the simple fact that that's their classic hit, and maybe that sounds really stupid to say, but, I mean, if you say The Killers, people are gonna be like, oh yeah, Mr. Brightside, you know, I remember that song, or, you know, something like that, and it's just one of those songs that everybody remembers, and I think that they're an awesome modern band. So yeah, that concludes with me saying 
all my favorite bands and how I got into them, when I heard them, why they're my favorite band. Oh, wait. Actually, I didn't say, like, why the, why the Killers are my favorite band. And I would say, I think it's the fact that there's not really, there aren't really, like, any songs that I don't like from them, honestly. Because... It just seems like, you know, they really try to, like, put a lot of work into their songs to sound really good. And I love the fact that Brandon Flowers has this thing about him where he's just very positive in his song lyrics. And and I think that is very unique because I don't know if there are a lot of bands like that other than the Beatles that are able to still be positive when things go bad and I really like that aspect of them a lot. So that concludes with me talking about all my favorite bands. Well, not all of them, but you know, some of my top favorite bands. And I really hope that you enjoyed listening to this intro episode. Like I said, the next few episodes will I will be focusing on the Beatles and talking about why they're my all-time favorite band, and then reviewing their studio albums. So yeah, stay tuned because it'll be fun. My podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, as well as YouTube and Facebook. You can also follow me on my Amber's Magical Mystery Music Podcast Facebook page and YouTube channel. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Magical Mystery Music Pod. Thanks for listening and take care. It's a new dawn.